We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Pod Mavericks Group Therapy. It is three o'clock on Friday, May 26th. Here in America, it is the we're edging towards the start of a long weekend. Monday is Memorial Day here. I am tired. I'm ready for a long weekend. And um, you know, after the last couple of days, I'm I'm really interested to see what folks uh Maverick wise are, are interested in talking about. Um, yesterday I had, uh, an article that I wrote just sort of kind of kind of frustrated is not really the right word, but I, I wrote about how the, the Mavericks are one of about, I want to say there's six to eight teams. There might be as many as 12, but most teams share this stuff. Uh, the Mavericks still don't announce who they bring in for workouts. Uh, it, it's a legacy of kind of the cloak and dagger NBA when there wasn't as much information available to, so you could, you could get away with hiding players. Frankly, that's, you know, the Mavericks got away with hiding Dirk. Um, other teams didn't know they, they didn't do the Intel. Now it's, it's just sort of a different situation where there is so much information available about all players at all times. These workouts and interviews end up being kind of a big deal. Now, when I say workouts and interviews, I really don't necessarily mean for the top guys. A lot of what's out there ends up being for guys who, you know, might be developmental players, second rounders, things like that. Because the, at this point, even for a team like the Mavericks, who kind of slid into the the draft lottery late in the process, the scouting gets scouting work gets done for years. It is not something they pick up in April. Um, you know, uh, someone asked in the chat, "Is it that common that many teams reveal their workouts?" I mean, just a casual look at this, like on the night of the lottery. The Charlotte Hornets interviewed Scoot Henderson 
as a team, like the team media interviewed Scoot Henderson and put him up on their YouTube page. Uh, there are eight to 12 guys on the Portland Trailblazers page right now. The Lakers usually go nuts with this. The Lakers are kind of my beacon, but because they just missed the Western Conference Finals, they are, uh, I'm sorry, they just got eliminated from the Western Conference Finals. They're out of, of the running um, now. And so they'll probably start churning out content like mad because what a lot of these teams realize is that even though it's the off season, there's still a way to control the narrative. And I had some interesting comments on my article where people were essentially like, well, who cares? And, you know, a lot of these guys don't end up making teams. They're not that important to rosters, particularly when you're talking about guys that might end up being on summer league. Well, let's look at it like this. Um, there's 33 of us right here now in the live stream. This podcast will probably get, I don't know, a couple thousand downloads. Anybody that's listening to this stuff at this point in the year is interested in Mavericks content come hell or high water. The NFL has done a great job at managing from both a league process all the way down from their combine to everything that teams do in the offseason is a piece of news. It's a reason to talk about the team. The Dallas Cowboys share everyone they bring in. It's it's kind of, it's truly, truly like flooding the zone with information. And it's one of these things that, you know, I would love it if the Mavericks did it because if we were able to talk about some of these like fringe second round guys, I would much, much rather talk about that stuff. than I would talk about um, the other piece of news we have. Sorry, I forgot to turn on my, my new fancy light. Uh, the, the other piece of news that we have to talk about, frankly, is everything Kyrie Irving related. And I think we're probably going to end up talking a lot about Kyrie Irving, but talking about Kyrie Irving kind of stinks. It's not that fun because it just results in a, in a bit of frustration. Um, and I'm, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to say that, that like talking about Kyrie Irving isn't, isn't fun, but it, it's, it, for me, it's not, it's, it's one of these things that I don't really know how to discuss without getting um, consistently frustrated with, with what's going on, you know, in the process. And I think we'll talk about that in a second. Um, new contributor to Mavs Moneyball, Gracie is in the chat. Maybe she'll come up and talk once I post that link. I just realized that I didn't post the link. Anyway, it's not a, like, I'm not like mad about it per se. I'm just sort of like disappointed that the league isn't interested in promoting this stuff because for those of you who aren't NFL football fans, NFL dominates U.S. media sports coverage in a way that's hard to contextualize. Okay. It is like there are 30 teams, there are 32 teams. It's, it's just, it's, it's such a crazy process. And so the, the scouting combine is on television. You get to see these guys run their, um, like their forties and do box jumps and people tune in for it. You know, they tune in. If we don't think like that, there aren't, if the NBA doesn't think there's not a cadre of fans that would tune in to watch Mo Bamba get measured and like learn that his wingspan is like something preposterous, like eight foot 10, then I don't know, you know, then they don't really understand what the product that they have is because I wrote about this. Like when you're a diehard of a team, you don't really like you, I pay attention all the time, but in terms of like our spike traffic, our, our, our spikes in traffic, both on podcasts and on written articles, you will see things where where it spikes around the trade deadline, which is just nuts. The playoffs, which is is not near as high. The trade deadline and free agency actually get the most. And then draft spike. You see a draft spike because people want to know who these players are. Because if you're watching the NFL, you don't necessarily have the time to um, 
or if you're watching the NBA, you don't have the, the time to follow all this college basketball. I'm posting the link if you would like to join the show in the stream. Just click on that. It will take you to a waiting room, in which case I will bring you up on stage one at a time. I will pin that comment to the chat when I have a moment here um, and let people know kind of what the instructions are in a written form. But if you'd like to come in and talk, please do. So so just to get back to my, my ramble, that's sort of where I was yesterday. Um, and then interestingly enough, because I wrote like at the bottom, I didn't really want to have to be talking about Kyrie Irving, you know, in the last, what is it earlier this week? So today's Friday. I want to say it was like Tuesday. Kyrie Irving did an IG live and it's the first one he's done in a while, uh, where he essentially got up on stage and said, um, or, you know, he got up on in front of his fans and basically said, guys, like, stop talking about me and my free agency. Don't listen to people who don't know things, which that's kind of two distinct statements. Um, People are going to talk about where he's going to go. I appreciated his request to not uh, for for the media to not ask him about it during the regular season. I actually thought that was a great strategy because I didn't want to talk about it either. I want to talk about the basketball. Um, but now that the regular season's over, it is a topic for discussion. Stephen A. Smith went off on him uh, this morning in like one of his you know traditional rants, which was really something. But you know, I I'm. <sighs> I, I'm sorry, Kyrie. We're going to talk about it. Brian Windhorst, like you, LeBron James wanted you on the Lakers for two consecutive like business cycles, you know, both the free agency and the trade deadline. Like that's going to be news. I wish it wasn't. I wish we could talk about X's nose, but we have to talk about this stuff. And then of course, uh, to, to put a capper on it, Tim Cato wrote an, an article today for the athletic, uh, there where at this point in the process, the Mavericks have no interest in helping facilitate a sign and trade for Kyrie Irving and that their intentions are to um, to resign Kyrie, which is fine. Um, I, I do can't help but feeling a sense of, of deja vu. Uh, Jeremy in the chat asks, are we prepared for this to drag on into mid to late July? And that's a great question. Okay, so now I'm going to start bringing up guests. Uh, I will repost the link and pin it with instructions in the YouTube channel. Uh, for those listening on the podcast later, please, you know, consider joining the group live. You know, it's it's uh, somebody made fun of me yesterday. It's like, you only have 60 streamers, 50, 60 people in there. You really need to up your game. Well, I mean, yes, this channel's two months old, um, but we do get people in here on a Friday afternoon that would probably ought to be working. But hey, it's the week before uh, um, Memorial Day. All right, coming up first is Simon. Simon, how you doing, buddy? I can't believe I'm first. That's right. I'm What's like, going on? I guess I'm like you. I'm like one of the only people that's still working at four o'clock on a four o'clock. I got, (laughs) I got a message from my boss five minutes before the show went live. And I'm like, come on, can we, can we not do this? Anyway, (laughs) What's going on today? Hey, you, you uh, neglected to mention the the biggest news of the Mavs world in the last 24 hours, which is Luka Doncic running on stairs in Slovenia. Did you see that? I did see it, and I made a joke in our Slack message that what we didn't see was the plate of nachos at the top of the stairs that he was running (laughs) towards, Um, but which prompted me to go find the old uh, Mina Kimes article from two years ago. That was why I found that, because I was like, but yeah, he looked good. He he also looked good, you know, his, I don't like a bald fade, like I just, he has a huge head, Uh, and when his, and so he gets that bald fade, and so you see the line yesterday. But then the after picture where you saw like him from the side, it was like a classic 2002 MySpace photo where it's like black and white and at an yeah. angle and he looks, yeah. but he looked, he looked great. And so like between those two things, I am ready to believe again. Well, he always, see, he always seems to like start off 
season's better when he has a longer off season. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. be the longest off season, I would bet. Right. It, well, since his rookie year, you know, I mean, I guess. Since he was like 15, because he's going to go half of April, May, June. He'll probably play a little bit of ball in July as they get warmed up. And then right. uh, the World, is it World Cup starts August 25th. Oh, that is this summer. Yeah, that is this summer, and it's in the Philippines, which is a which yeah. is a basketball crazed. Uh, yeah, it is. yeah, it is crazy. It is crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, as far as this whole Kyrie stuff, I'm honestly just reading it now. I, I I'm just getting caught up on it. I mean, I'm sure. Stop mentioning me on Twitter, all y'all fan base. Love it. I mean, like, well, what else? What else are we gonna do? There's no get. There's no game on tonight. Uh, I mean, we're just we're just waiting. We're waiting for the finals to start. We got this kind of week, we got this week lull, but we got nothing better to do than you know. Speculate someone on- in the chat said someone in the chat. I want to say it was. I'm just scrolling up. Um, Seventeen said uh, something to the effect of of you know by by saying that he doesn't want us to talk about him. That's causing us to talk about him. <laughs> Which is true, and it's like he then he, he then goes on to say like he clearly loves the attention. I'm not sure he does love the attention because one thing he's been clear about kind of his whole basketball life is that he doesn't seem to love um, the business side of it. I don't blame him. Yeah. But as as someone said uh, in another group chat I'm in, like Kyrie just wants his piece. But the thing is, he also wants 270 million dollars. I would take a little chaos for two hundred and seventy million. Well, just think, personally, I mean, just me. You know, he seems to like work against his own interests because, you know, he he was upset. He he wanted to trade from Brooklyn because they weren't prepared to offer him a max deal. But if he would have just played out the year in Brooklyn with Kevin Durant and they made a deep playoff run and he stayed healthy and didn't create any distractions, he probably would have gotten a max deal. Right. You know, and now basically, he's in a sit the Mavericks are in a really interesting situation because I don't think they're really going to be bidding against anyone for like a long-term deal for Kyrie, but he, you never know. He could still get offended uh, if he gets offered anything less than the max and bolt to another situation. I don't, can you like uh, inform me, like what was like the premise of, of Tim Cato's report that the Mavericks are not going to facilitate a sign and trade under any circumstances no it's not any sort like this is a bargaining point they're not going to go into any negotiations being like well sure we'll do what's best for Kyrie." no they're the mavericks they're going to say we were going to do what's best for him us which is sign him now that's actually a completely different discussion if you were to um that that not signing Kyrie is is probably is is a route for the mavericks that's something that a number of our staffers uh, at mavs moneyball think i'm not I'm sort of ambivalent because I think if you're in for a penny and and you're in for a pound when it comes to to everything Kyrie Irving related, and that's just going to be the nature of it. Uh, you know, it's it's a maverick. Like Tim's article is actually a mailbag. Um, mm-hmm. I'll post it in the in the um, YouTube yeah. chat for anybody who wants to yeah, go to it. Like Tim does good stuff, so I, I recommend supporting his work. Yeah, no, I do. I mean, I sus- I've subscribed to the Athletic and I do read Tim's stuff. I just haven't gotten around to yeah. to, to that one yet. Um, I mean, what like? I mean, I'd be interested to hear your thought. I mean, I mean, are you are you of the opinion that they, you know, priority number one is to is to bring him back? I mean, you know, it seems like what what I think would be a catastrophe would be running back the Jalen Brunson situation where you where you lose the second best player on your team yeah. for absolutely nothing. So if they start getting getting the reading the tea leaves and seeing that he doesn't want to be around now, obviously they don't have to communicate this to the media. 
Right. But, you know, they should start looking at sign and trade scenarios right away. I mean, that would obviously be preferable. I mean, like if a sign and trade to, I don't know, Phoenix, for example, brings back DeAndre, like, is that a great situation? No, but that, but it's, it's salvaging something and getting some, some value back from, uh, albeit a distressed asset, but one of the few assets that the Mavericks actually have. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I earnestly think at the end of the day he ends up a Maverick just because they can pay him the most money. They can pay him the, they can give him the number of years. There was a report last week from Eric Pincus, a Bleacher Report, that stirred up kind of the Mavs fan base because they didn't know who Eric Pincus is. I've known who he is because I've been following media stuff right. since the, the, I've been on basketball Twitter since 2008, um, before I even did writing and stuff. And, they said there's like a handshake agreement, a three plus one kind of deal, which the the question about re-signing Kyrie has never actually been to me about whether you would want him on the team in a kind of like, what do you want to call it? Theoretical sense. It's, do you think you will see Kyrie to the end of that contract? And the statistical answer there is like, no, of course not. Resounding no. Right. And it's yeah. like, if you want Luca to be on the Mavericks and, you know, at past this contract, you're, we're just playing with fire right now with this sort of stuff. Cause it's like, you, you got to keep Kyrie probably to, to keep the team competitive. Yeah. But then what if Kyrie does what Kyrie does? And, and unfortunately, I think if I'm the, the Mavericks front office and as critical as I've been of them in the past and probably will be in the future, I think you have to go with the short term. This is what, you know, we need to do what's best short term right now. I think if you do something long term, you you risk taking a big enough step back to really harm like the process for a couple of years. Like the, the West is not getting easier. Like it's, it's not going to get significantly harder next year, I don't think, but like Oklahoma City is only going to get better. For example, the Lakers might get older, but do you, like it, when I look at that that group of teams out west, it's kind of a muddle of teams to where if the Mavericks improve a little bit, maybe right they'll be the okay. They're four. Yeah. They're you know they improve like like you said five games. They're 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 four or five seed. You know, right? Um, it, you know, kind of like, and I agree with you. I mean, I, I think basketball wise, I mean, there, there's really no issues with Kyrie. I mean, I think because of how versatile he is offensively, he can he can play alongside Luca. I mean, I know I think they're you probably know this have the stat. I don't know if I have it, but like their offensive rating when Kyrie and Luca shared the floor was 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 astronomical. Yeah. Um, you know, it's laugh out loud funny. It's it's it, you know, yeah, it's great. So I certainly would would support bringing him back, but it's like you said, you you it's it's a it's a ticking time bomb, mm-hmm. and you just and you just never know when when that bomb is 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 gonna detonate so um all right i gotta go i'm getting the call but uh, all right man thanks for joining appreciate (laughs) it appreciate it we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, so if I could uh, get you guys to take a second and go and uh, hit that like button on the stream. If you have not subscribed to our preposterous uh, channel, uh, please go ahead and do so. Nothing like starting a pod, a, a video uh, channel the moment your team goes to absolute shit. Uh, anyway, coming up next is Mavs Moneyball contributor Brian Zillum. Brian, what's up, buddy? How's it going, Chief? It's okay. I'm uh, I'm I'm pounding some caffeine, and I will pep up a little bit. All right. Yeah, you got a probably a long weekend ahead with kids. <laughs> so get get, uh, get hype, man. Uh, I kind of feel like we just need to do like a weekly bit. Like, what's your Kyrie uh, Irving meter at this point? Because yeah, we, we put it off for longer than I thought we would. If I'm being uh, honest with you, like it's it's May and and May 26th. So we have roughly five weeks to the start of free agency. I thought this was going to be a thing by like May 1st. So right. in that regard, I'm 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 actually quite pleased. Yeah, and I just I I do worry a little bit more each day when Windhorst is getting a little louder each day with like when there's playoffs going on, when there's better things to talk about than these stinky Mavericks, and then yet they have time to point out five minutes on hey, the Mavericks stink, and by the way, Irving could probably go to the Lakers, and that just like oof. And of course, like I don't, I'll, I'll hear Low and others saying, but you know, you're we're gonna take Windhorse, like because he's LeBron's guy, he's LeBron Whisperer. So if he says something's gonna happen, then it's like, uh. But and then you look at Tim's article today, and I, I mean, look, I don't want D'Angelo run, uh, Russell and junk, but I want you have to get something back. Like that would be so there. I mean, I guess that would just be the entire point of uh, insanity, right? Because they mm. would continue to repeat the same thing over and over again. But there is no way they would let him walk. But I interpreted Tim's article where it's like, oh, my God, is there is there hubris that big where they just think there's no way, like, you wouldn't play with us for the Dallas Mavericks. We can give you the most money. But Kyrie's no. a whole other brand of crazy, which he's going to do the, his own thing if he wants to go play with LeBron. He's gonna play LeBron, you know. I mean, the tricky part when if you if you want to use the the Jalen Brunson thing as a comparison point, the problem is the timeline of what we know and what we were told doesn't match up with what I understand actually happened. Right. And what I mean by that is, by the time Mark Cuban went on TV and said we could we can offer Jalen the most money, we feel confident he's going to stay. The New York thing was done. And, and he knew it. And so it was a marketing thing at that point. I, I, and maybe, or it was like an attempt to get him to come back to the table, maybe to bargain some more to his father, uh, uh, Jalen Brunson's father and, and the agency over there. Um, but it didn't work. And so now, you know, when, when you think about the Kyrie stuff, when Kyrie's talking about, you know, don't talk about this right now, blah, blah, blah. Right now is when the work is getting done. Right. You know, 
it's like this sort of thing is going to be done by mid-June or it's going to stretch into late July. Like those are kind of our options. And I don't think he wants, you know, pro- prolonged contractual discussions do not help Kyrie in a market where there is not a lot of money for him. The Spurs aren't going to sign him, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and it's crazy because the Mavericks are – kind of already shot themselves in the foot where they've already lost leverage because hasn't Cuban already gone on record with McMahon and saying, Hey, we're going to offer him the max. I don't think so. Like, I hope. Uh, I, like maybe I'm misinterpreting. Cause like, there, cause remember that yelly conversation Cuban had with McMahon and Oh, the like three day. Yeah. It was like yes. before the Chicago game where he went riffing yes. kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. I would need to go review the transcript there, but the, the, the point that you're trying to make is maybe the Mavericks have already sort of set, what they're going to do. But I mean, there's been too much sort of, there's been too much kind of reporting from people like Mark Stein and otherwise that seem to indicate that, that it's going to be a negotiation. It's not like in 2019 when the Mavericks presented Chris Stapps Porzingis, you know, a multi, like the, the full five-year max with no health considerations whatsoever, even though Joel Embiid, a far superior player, had the same thing present like had a had a um, health laden contract assigned to him. I don't think the Mavericks are doing that sort of stuff again because this is one of their final bullets in their in their sort of chamber of of assets to in, in order to improve the team. And I think they need I think they need to to go ahead and and do their best to resign him as much as I am when I talk about it I sort of get talked out of it. But it does, I mean, what I think doesn't matter. I just, I, I, you know, they bring him to the to the Mavericks for a first round pick, twenty twenty nine pick, and two second round picks. Which, amusingly enough, you and I of our entire website, like people, like you and I were the two who didn't know that. Which is, I guess, <laughs> makes sense. I, I, and I think maybe I did know it, but just in a different context because Dalton Trump right. said to me this morning, Kirk, the Mavericks don't have any second round picks until like twenty, like. 2031 or something it's nuts like they don't have any second round picks um so i don't know this is this is going to be a little bit of a frustrating situation but it's also going to be broken up by draft stuff and so right when when we have you know there's been a lot of you know there's granted we do this every day this is why i led the show talking about draft like i wish the mavericks talked about the draft stuff more um because I would love to be talking about, you know, like Derek Lively and some of these other guys just to kind of like pie in the sky, even though like, obviously we have no say, but that's just, it's much like, that's the kind of conjecture that's more fun than this sort of thing, you know? Absolutely. And I I think that you actually segued into my last thing, just about like the whole draft workout thing. What, like, what is that? about other than just controlling narrative i just don't understand like the benefit of doing that because like you said the cowboys do a fantastic job of giving us every information if they like brought somebody in for a sandwich they mm-hmm. they, they let us know yeah like i to me like you know we have very good draft people on the staff and you know we've got people like logan and others doing work but for me like i like to find people in the second round like I want to know you had like a workout with Kenny Lofton Jr. Like, let me know you're working out with these people. And if you're not drafting them, sign them to the summer league. So that way we can have like something to look forward to rather than you scrambling and saying, oh, well, you know, we, you know, we looked at the, these were the best players available. No bullshit. Because 
you obviously don't care about these people that are functional players that you could add to your summer league and maybe develop. Like, l- let me get excited about that because, I've first, you know, the first round is always going to be a crapshoot anyway, but I, I feel like at least the second round provides so- some, like, weird entertainment for me where, hey, maybe there's a chance we can watch this guy grow. Maybe we can talk to this guy uh, for the, you know, in G League once the season starts back up, you know? That's right. That's right. Uh, and it seems I misspoke. It's not 2031. I think it's 2030. I'm looking at, uh, if you were to just Google the phrase uh, Dallas Mavericks future draft picks, you get taken to a site called Pro Sports Transactions, which has this sort of heinous web. <laughs> it just, what what it says to me is like we, you know, by by allowing protections and stuff on picks, what you really do is make this crap so complicated that you need to have a spreadsheet. And like, that's not any fun. No, who wants to be having a hoop combo while looking at a graph? That's what Kevin Durant said to Matt Moore one day when he just eviscerated him on, on Twitter. <laughs> so uh, you got anything else for us? Uh, no, buddy. Uh, enjoy your long weekend. Uh, I actually found out I actually have Tuesday off. So I oh, nice. promise I will be writing some oh, stuff for the site at some point. So. It's like some of the stuff like we, we wrote we wrote about – uh, like we wrote about Luca's haircut. Like we wrote about it. That's how <laughs> that, there is a whole article. It is tongue in cheek and meant to be a joke, but it's a whole article about Luca's haircut. That's where we are right now because I can't get anyone to write draft content because everyone sort of blew their blew their attempt before the draft. But I'm gonna I'm gonna beat everybody up soon. But uh, thanks for hanging out and uh, keeping us going. Later, buddy. Okay, so remember, um, like the stream helps me out. Subscribe to the show also helps me out. Coming up next, we have our uh, Friday correspondent from Europe, Andreas. He's at a different location every time he calls in. What's going on, guy? Uh, you're very true about that. Oh, thank you very much. I'm, I'm very good. Hope you're doing all right. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's it's getting to be Texas summer here, which uh, all of a sudden goes from being. Like you're like, oh, it's warm, and then oh no, I can't go outside without sweating, and then you know it's it's gonna be a long gonna be a long day. That's fine. It's I, I summer means summer means less work obligations, so I'm I'm looking forward to that. Okay, yeah, that's um, I guess it starts up with what is it the 22nd uh, when the when the when the draft picks are going to be declared. See here, NBA um, draft date might be yeah, yeah Thursday, June 22nd, where I very stupidly, well, more like I just didn't tell my wife no. I planned a vacation, so I will be out of the country on June twenty second. So Mavs Moneyball coverage might be bad. We'll see. <laughs> so I'm um, I'm curious what we're gonna do with the tenth pick. Obviously, um, um, I think great content from you guys uh, recently. I, I enjoyed that thoroughly. But what I come to think about is is, is one thing, and that is. Uh, what are we really going to do with Kyrie? I think that's really the theme of the show as well. Mm. And I, uh, obviously the, the positive aspects and the negative have been highlighted quite well already. Uh, what he brings to the court and also obviously the risks uh, involved and everything. Uh, what I entertained, what, what sort of ideas I entertain is what sort of sign and trade scenarios could we envision or could we could we think of what would be out there? What what would what would we like to see um, for Kyrie? For Kyrie, because um, 
because obviously the 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 basketball thing is has never been in question, right? But, right. But everything Excellent else, basketball player. Um, yeah, was still uh, on how many teams have has he been? Uh, Cleveland, Boston, um, um, and, uh, obviously um, um, three teams now, and that's the fourth. So this is a little little something which is worrying me. But I like the idea. I don't know how, how reasonable, or feasible, or possible it is, but um, Kyrie signed and trade to Tor- Toronto for OG. Which I really like to see in Dallas. Um, so um, the one thing about the yeah. So the one thing about a sign and trade with a guy yeah. like Kyrie that we got to remember, and Toronto, and, and Toronto is not a bad idea because I think Toronto is actually a fairly popular NBA city despite it being unbelievably cold um, <laughs> during certain points of the year. But Kyrie would need to agree to it beforehand. Like he'd need to say, I'm willing to go to this place, which is why Los Angeles is so loud in the process. That's that's just sort of where it is. I think like off the top of my head, that's why Los Angeles and Phoenix are so in the mix. Now, Phoenix strikes me as unlikely because with the next CBA, which takes effect for, I want to say takes effect in the 2024 league year, which starts in the right. summer of 2024, Things are going to get really difficult. So if you're paying Kyrie a ton of money, Kevin Durant a ton of money, and Devin Booker a ton of money, it limits your your flexibility. The same thing with the Lakers. Um, CBA Mavs, I'm looking for what he put together. I was teasing him about this because, of course, he put together it on Twitter. And I I was like, stop writing things for Twitter and and tell me about it on the website. But he did a a, a trade, that a signing trade that would work without um, D'Lo. Uh, for, from the Lakers, and it's Beasley plus Bamba plus Vanderbilt on their current contracts, and I think a couple oh, of those guys would have to opt in. With Rui Hachimura signed and traded to the Mavericks as well, add in the Lakers' uh, 17th pick, and that would be the trade. Now, wow, I don't think that's a realistic one because we no. I meant to talk about this with Brian. I don't think the Lakers would want, like LeBron might want him, but the Lakers need to tell LeBron no, because if he just would have left their team together after the 2020 title, they might've won again. They were a dominant defensive team, dominant. And I, LeBron high key is one of the worst GMs in league history. Part of why he only has four titles instead of more is because I don't think he understands like the long-term team building stuff that, that, that really works with you know over an 82 game season like you want a guy to you know Brian Windhorst talked about how he wants LeBron really wants somebody to help him take off the offensive load I don't know how you can do that while playing with LeBron it's like Luca one day saying oh I want somebody else to help take the load from me while Luca wants the ball a lot like those things don't work they're not they don't yeah. mesh so no. that's that's where I am uh but- I think, yeah, it's a good point you pointed out there. Maybe to stay at the Lakers before we shift briefly back to why I love the Toronto idea. Tell me, yeah, go ahead. Let's just talk about it for fun because uh, I think it's fun. <laughs> is uh, uh, even if Kyrie would be in at the Lakers, I don't think they would have beaten a team like the Nuggets this year. No, no, no way. Uh, because... Um, uh, let's face it, as, as, as good of a basketball player Curry is, uh, I would take D'Angelo over Curry when it comes to the defense. And um, in terms of buying in into a defensive scheme, 
this is where my mind at is is at. I, I might be proven wrong with statistics or whatever, right? This is where my mind is at least. Or um, yeah, we we see what a guy like Vanderbilt does to a team, really. Yeah. Uh, I think this is one of the guys who ever bothered uh, Luca on 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 uh, as a as a defensive player, right? And we talk about great defensive uh, players such as Lou Dort and OG, uh, who he has played against his career so far. So so there there it goes. Um, but um, that's an interesting point you pointed out there with uh, what it would mean in terms of sort of a sign and trade. Uh, but but maybe shifting back to the Raptors uh, briefly, I think what has been highlighted before, which can't be stated enough, is the fact that uh, it's not healthy for a guy like Curry to have his media buzz around him, mm-hmm. which is why I think uh, he fits well at Dallas still. Um and uh, I don't think there's too much of a media buzz uh, at the at Toronto Iowa. I might be wrong, uh, but I it don't think it's it's it's, it's, uh, it's not like Los Angeles or New York, though. That yeah, that is it. That's exactly. kind of the point you're driving at, where it's dozens exactly. on dozens of reporters at every game. Exactly, exactly. Um, very, that's exactly it. And I think that would be healthy for him simply. And looking at all the guys who are currently at the team, just from a basketball standpoint, Pascal Siakam, we have all those great uh, forward uh, guys. We have a uh, how do you pronounce his name? Tadeusz Young. I might butcher his name right here. Uh, he's he's a little bit of an older guy playing the four as well. I think he does play the five as well. Um, he's he's coming off a bench. He they have um, Precious Ananobi as well, and mm-hmm. all those guys. Right. So re- really strong on the on the forwards, but. But I'm not entirely sure if they really are. Um, who who's that uh, guy who just who they just uh, uh, got in the draft recently? Um, forgot his name. But hey, anyway, they're really good at at uh, three and four, maybe also yeah. to a degree with five spot. But they just have like a one. bunch of like long guys. They don't Here really go, have positions. Guys. Exactly, but nobody like Kyrie who could initiate the offense. So I think. Uh, they are, there is something which I think they might find intriguing intriguing enough to let a guy like OG go, particularly since they have a lot of young guys, a lot of talent who could fill that spot up to a degree again. And uh, again, I think OG and Luca are, are very friendly to each other. I think uh, Luca went that far and said he finds OG to be one of the nicest guys in the league. I think that was one quote flying around, and I just love the idea. I think, like so many other guys, to have him on the team. Give him a so, minute. To... Those are my. <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's yeah. fun. Um, I, I, the the challenge with Kyrie when you talk about any sort of sign and trade, it comes back to people understand his basketball value, but the volatility yeah. of what he brings to a team cannot be understated at this point. He's probably very confused because man doesn't really think anything's his fault <laughs> but it's you know it's it's possibly it's, yeah. it's it's very challenging but you know we'll we'll see we got we got a month five weeks we'll know in a hurry um this is good stuff you got any other thoughts for us uh no thank you very much it's been a pleasure as always uh yep. keep up the good work and uh looking forward to talk to you next time thank you very all much. right thanks man talk soon Okay, coming up next, uh, we have Brian who would like to discuss the Luka Doncic haircut, the item on all of our hearts and minds at the moment. Brian, what's up, buddy? Hey, what's up? Do you agree with me about the, the bald fade? 
Like I got some heat for that yesterday, and I'm just like, I'm not decrying bald fades. I'm decrying fat heads, bald fades. It's a different yeah. deal. His his head is too big for that. <laughs> not like a little. It's a little too round. He looks like a bowling ball. Well, when it grows out funky, it looks like if it's not done right, it looks wrong. I yeah. think is the way because yesterday's haircut looked great, but we've seen him come in sometimes where it's like, is he wearing a a helmet? Yeah, it looks like it looks like a <laughs> like if you chop from this part down of Magneto's mm-hmm. helmet off, that's what it looks mm-hmm. like. It's, and there's been times where it's like, oh no, oh no, 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 how did that happen? But yesterday's look clean. Well, Luca, well it, someone it did well, but the mid cut picture, I was like, please let this be. Please, yeah, who did that to him? That's just a crime. Uh, uh, 17 in the chat says Luca should just accept his fate and go bald. Whereas <laughs> I want him to do the, the, um, the Mr. Burns, where there's no hair here, but hair here. And he's just giving people the business while looking like a 45 year old man. Honestly, he should, he really needs to get in touch with some barbers and like, like in Dallas, like there are too many mm. good barbers in the city for his hair to still be looking. They like, all go to like, a lot of these guys all go to the same place. I've learned this that a lot, a lot of these guys all go to the same spot, and it but with different. Yeah, it somebody's hurting him. <laughs> Listen, man, I can find you a barber in South Dallas. We can go to Oak Cliff. We can, I can find you. A, I can find you a good barber in Cedar Hill, man. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go out looking like that. You're a millionaire. That's right. That's right. <laughs> It's, yeah. it's very it was very traumatic uh, no it's just it's something hilarious to talk about now the one thing that i did see i don't i doubt this person will listen to the show mavs marie re- retweeted the photo and was like what is going on here then someone replied to her on twitter that person found where luka Doncic was getting his haircut and took a picture of luka in the chair we're talking like grade one paparazzi stocking stuff to which I was like, "Oh no, don't do that." Yeah, uh, that that's not cool. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. People at home listening, do not do that. Oh, also, I have a thought on the the Kyrie side of trade. Sure. So I saw uh, it was it was it was uh, Scott that posted the trade, right? The no D'Lo and the one pick and the uh, Beasley Bomba was it Vanderbilt? I think it was mm-hmm. the Kyrie something like that. Honestly. I like that deal, but I would take on D'Lo if it meant I also got that 2029 Lakers pick on protected. Oh, yeah, because we need a damn 2029 pick. Yeah. I, well, n- not even like we need – well, I I think we keep that one. I think that's the one that we keep because they are on a horrible trajectory for where, where they're going to be at the time that that pick gets made. So mm-hmm. I would like to have that in my treasure chest, and I wouldn't be keen on trading that to anyone. But – like you take the 17th pick, you take our 2027 unprotected pick. Maybe a package 10. Honestly, I just draft with 10. I think there's going to be a really good player there. Or you can trade back with 10 and use that. But we've discussed that to death already. But mm. with the 2027 pick, the 2029 pick, if you have to use it, and Tim's salary, Josh, whatever other salary you need to make up a deal, you could go get like an actual player if you want to. Or you could fill out an actual basketball team, which is what. That's the- weird. Really? I can't. You can do that? The league lets you have a whole basketball team of good players? Look, man, I had to get on a call with Adam Silver myself, and <laughs> you are allowed to build a basketball team in Dallas. I, I don't know if Mark Cuban knows it, but <laughs> it, you're literally allowed. It's it's in it's in the uh, team governance manual. You're allowed to build the team. I love it. So we're learning from the chat that the person who stalked Luca is named Alex, and he's on his honeymoon. So, Alex, we have questions. 
I don't Alex, really want you to answer them, but we have questions about their honeymoon, my man. Alex, focus on, uh, focus on the person in life, brother. That's right. Unless you're focus on your honeymoon with Luke. Your ladies, what you got? Whatever it is, focus on the person in your life, my man. This is great. It's great stuff. The pro- Well, someone says the paparazzi don't exist in Slovenia, I reckon. I People follow Luca around there, too. It's just kind I, of different. I, maybe, if, maybe if you're not looking. They're that, protective of that man. Everybody's paparazzi. Yes. They're, they're protective of that man. So I wanted to show something. So I went and found this because I love these photoshops. They're my favorite thing. Uh, just, just this, the most ridiculous stuff that we do uh, on the internet. And someone had this go and, you know, Luca can't actually do this, but if Luca, <laughs> if Luca was able to grow his hair out like this, like where he looks like an sec frat boy from the, the mid, the mid two thousands, like long haired Luca, Long-haired Luca would would truly be a powerful, powerful force. I, yeah, I, honestly, the haircut inspired a discussion with some of my friends where we were talking about like athlete hair, and I was talking about men, like the one that Dirk had from like oh Dirk's hair was is ridiculous. That brother had the lettuce, man, and and then I hate that he cut it. I, I think it was it after the 07 series. Was it after mm-hmm. the, the war? Uh, yeah, so after the Warriors series, he cut it. But man, he had a five year run of just like incredible here and yeah well, and then there's there just to go back to the i'm going to share this again because it's it's worth sharing like th- this you know like pete maravich looked like this you know pete like, like i'm sorry they're like like brad uh shoot what's his name um does the radio stuff with the mavs now um along uh, with uh, why do i want to say brad lowhouse that's not it that's uh, not it uh, brad uh is white brad uh no brad what's his name he's Oh, this is killing me. I feel like a terrible fan. Brad Davis. There we go. Duh. Just, just a. There we go. Brad like, Davis. Brad yeah, like Davis. Average player to ever matter. Like, look at this man. He is just, just a beautiful man. Like, like horrendous hair and mustache. He's my favorite. Yeah, I, I, would, about to say, I, I think the mustache might be worse than the, the hair. Must, it's, it's just a, it's, a, it's a sight. And like, I need, this is what I need from Luca. This is just me. Just me. Yeah, I just can't give believe this, I forgot Brad it, Davis's name. Like the, I feel really dude, bad. Uh, uh, bald fade that has, uh, uh, that insinuates things that I'd rather not bring up on his Sure. Podcast. Well, and Luca's losing his hair too. I think, and like that's yeah, the yeah, real. Yeah, he's gonna have like the Manu probably, and like. Right. I think he's still got some time with it. That's why he should get. Oh him. yeah, for he's twenty four. Yeah. This will be a thing when he's like thirty one, and it's yeah, when he's a little... like nine thirty. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, here we are at uh, Mavs Moneyball or Mavs Moneyball Pod Mavericks Group Therapy discussing the real issues of the day. But I'm I feel good about this. I, I think we covered a lot of ground. Do you, do you have anything else for us, Brian? Uh. Cover the tray, cover the hair. Kyrie should just stop telling people to not cover him because, like you said, that already is going to make people cover him. So, yeah, that's the funny thing that he keeps doing. That I don't know if he's ever going to learn that lesson. So, that is what it is. But we are, I listen, the only thing you need to remember from me from this podcast to all the Mavericks fans who are listening. Don't let people tell you that we're not still in the driver's seat to re-sign him. Don't let them tell you that the Lakers are controlling the narrative and controlling like yeah. what potentially could happen with Kyrie. We have his money, and the one thing we've seen him be consistent about is when the money is on the line, he's going to act right. So I, I mean, I think that's the case too. I mean, it's you don't want to like I, I don't money discussions are always a little complicated because yeah. you don't want to. I, I don't ever want to say something I shouldn't, but the, the fact is, he's lost a lot of his endorsement stuff. 
You know, like I, I saw something yesterday that Adidas was maybe flirting with him to which was just that was just that is so funny. <laughs> like so funny a multitude of reasons that I like like Adidas when when I was you know all day I dream about and then what could the S stand for for Kyrie and I got some incredible answers. Yeah, I and, think I applied to it, but I saw some funnier ones about. I that. was just so it's you know I I, I hope he makes his money. Because it matters, you know, you're, these are his peak earning years. And so, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's also like, you know, we'll, we'll see. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, Brian. Of course, bro. Thanks for having me again. All right. Talk soon. Okay. This has been fun and short. Well, I guess 45 minutes and short. Uh, can't really think of anything else to, to, you know, hit on this week. Other than the fact that my glasses apparently don't fit my face right. They're like tilted the whole time. And I've been looking at myself in the camera. It's really pissing me off. Uh, everybody have a good time this weekend. I'm going to do, uh, watch some TV. I'm going to go to the pool. I'm going to go to Hawaiian falls out here in Garland and get my ass kicked by water slides. That's going to be fun. Um, everybody be good, be safe. And thanks for hanging out. Remember to, uh, subscribe, leave comments, do all that good stuff. I really appreciate your time. Everyone have a great weekend and go Mavs. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.